Welcome to the Connected Communication Podcast, the show which explores how much of communication is nature and how much is nurture, sharing speaking secrets along the way. I'm your host, Christine Malani. Well, everyone, this is the first ever Nomad Era business networking event. We're in Dublin, in a room in a hotel. Up next, we'll have Christine Malani speaking. She's the host of the Connected Communication podcast and a founder of the, the Phenomenal Presenters Masterclasses. Today, she'll be talking about communication and the cost of poor communication to organisations. I give you Christine Malani. Please welcome her to the stage with a very, very appreciative round of applause. That silence is probably what you'd expect to hear after an introduction like that, isn't it? Can you imagine sitting at an event and hearing somebody introduce a speaker like this? How excited would you be to hear them? How far forward would you be bent in your seat? Would you be riveted, waiting for them to come on the stage, excited to hear what they're going to say? I can hear you, even though I can't hear you telling me, no, Christine, I wouldn't be excited at all. Why? What happened? In today's episode, we're covering the steps to take when asked to introduce a speaker. Activities like introducing speakers, presenting gifts, giving votes of thanks, emceeing events and toasting after dinner speeches are often key responsibilities which are overlooked in the world of public speaking skills. Many people who decide to work on their public speaking or presentation skills often only focus on, to be quite frank, themselves. Oh, how can I be a better speaker? How can I make my presentations more engaging? How can I make my audience engage with me more? Answer my questions, ask me questions, laugh, be interested. It's often forgotten that at events, if you have the honour of introducing or giving thanks to a speaker, you've been tasked with a great responsibility. In advance of the event, it's important to prepare. The first thing to remember is that it's not about making a mini-speech of your own. You have a job to do. The goal is to create interest, to stimulate the audience towards the speaker on their subject, whet their appetite. It's important that you don't overshadow the speaker in any way. And like I said, it's not about you. As much as you might be delighted to be front and centre, the audience is there to hear the guest, not to hear the MC. Next, remember to keep the introduction to within a reasonable time limit. You could say a couple of minutes, but this entirely depends on the duration of your event, how long a speaker is going to speak for, what the topic is, and the depth of information you need to share about them. If guidelines have been provided by the organiser, stick to them. If you're not sure what they mean, clarify them. Performing your role with efficiency and succinctness, without being overly obtrusive, will allow you to be asked to do the job again. A further consideration to make is not to be afraid of cue cards. If you're an inexperienced MC particularly, it can be helpful to have a small palm-sized card in your hand with short bullet points from which to speak. 
And make sure you sight read this. I'm thinking now I'm saying sight read. People often look at me strangely and ask what I'm talking about when I say sight read it. So I'd better explain. One of my possibly most unusual accolades is that I'm actually a champion sight reader. Yes, I competed in reading at sight as a child, actually as a child and early teen. Basically, I'd sit in a line of other competitors. 60 seconds before going on stage, I'd be handed a poem or a piece of prose. Have to skim it. Skim is run my eyes over the text. Get the sense. Find the rhythm. Find the direct speech I'd have to change my voice for. Identify any words that might be difficult to say. Then get up and read it. Without looking down at the sheet for more than a second or so at a time. As mad as this might sound, there's a particular way to stand, to hold the sheet, a particular level to hold it at. And the hopes now I haven't scared you off. Let me explain why this has turned out to be one of the most useful skills my mother ever got me to develop. When introducing a speaker, it's important not to be a slave to the notes. You want the delivery to sound spontaneous, not stilted or robotic. Becoming a better sight reader will help that. If you want me to explain the process in a bit more detail, find me on social media and and send me a message. I'll soon have a link on my website that actually allows you to send me a voice note connected to the podcast. So check the show notes to see if I've added that already. Have notes on your cards, but practice well enough in advance that you can be spontaneous and lively in your introduction. The final thing to consider before we talk about how to structure an introduction, is to do your due diligence. Well in advance, become somewhat of a silent stalker. Mm. This isn't the first time I've mentioned stalking someone with respect to public speaking and presentation, so I'd better add a wee disclaimer here, listener. I don't mean stalk them to create fear or discomfort, finding yourself in their bedroom or something in the middle of the night. The internet can tell us a lot about a person. If the guest speaker is someone with a busy schedule, they they won't have time to put together an introduction for you. Now these days, many speakers have bios and information packs to send in advance, but you may wish to add personal flair to your introduction, making it more relevant to your audience. By all means do so, but confirm your plans in advance. Research the speaker. Put your findings together in a rough draft and send it for approval. If the speaker pushes back on something you believe will make the audience more interested, try to respectfully find a compromise. Be careful not to sour relations in advance of the event. Clarify also when and if they're willing to answer questions and how they should like them to be directed if not being answered at the event. There are additional elements to cover when arranging event speakers. But today we're only covering introductions. Ladies, gentlemen and gender neutral, you are all very welcome to the inaugural Nomad Era Business Networking event, coming to you live and in person from the heart of Dublin, Ireland. In particular, may I welcome the guests our speakers have brought along with them today. I hope the heat of our hearth and warmth of our spirit will leave you all enriched and enraptured throughout the day. Very special welcome is extended to our committee members and to our distinguished speaker.
Our keynote this morning is entitled Communication Frustration and our speaker has very kindly agreed to answer any questions you may have at the end of the talk. Many of you will remember the 2018 communication scandal which resulted in Starbucks closing 8,000 stores to retrain 175,000 employees. That is but one example of what happens when internal communications fail. But what are the costs of such failures to businesses? And what practices can be put in place to ensure they don't occur? Given that the majority of us here today are business owners, the subject of this talk should be of great value to us. Our speaker is a multidisciplinary communications trainer, specialising in neurocultural communication coaching. A true nomad, having lived on three continents in considerably diverse cultures, she now divides her time between her fifth country, Spain, and the home of her heart, Ireland. Founder of what is poised to become the Netflix of cross-cultural communication, the Phenomenal Presenters Masterclasses, this morning's keynote is as sure to capture your attention as a leprechaun is to disappear before giving you his pot of gold. Ladies, gentlemen and gender neutral, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you Miss Christine Malani. Yay, major applause. Oh, goodness me, how humbled I am to receive such a warm introduction, etc. This is somewhat a formal introduction, but as you should have heard, there is still a hint of humour and ease to its presentation. It's made to target the audience member who's not familiar with the speaker. If there happen to be attendees who know the speaker well, you may wish to acknowledge this in advance of the introduction. And of course, the nature of the event, topics, speakers, audience, will determine the degree of formality to an introduction. So. As noted before, do your due diligence. Now, let's unpack that introduction into easy action steps. Number one, welcome the audience. Name the function or society, give special welcome where it is due, and of course, to the speaker. But don't give their name away just yet. Maintain an element of surprise. Two, introduce the title. Keep this succinct and to the point. Mention, having confirmed in advance, how the speaker will deal with questions. Direct them to wherever they need to be directed to if necessary. 3. Intrigue. This is where you can add a little bit of personal flair or individuality. Whet the audience's interest. But don't overdo it. Be definite. But avoid telling them you know the talk will interest them. We can't know what will interest others, but well, we can sort of know, but it's best to err on the side of caution there. But we can lead them towards the idea that it's likely to. Four, notches. Here you'll mention the scores or achievements of the speaker. The notches on their belt, so to speak. For those of you uncertain of that phrase, it's a, an idiomatic phrase when we say a notch on the belt well it's got a couple of meanings <laughs> I will give you the clean meaning you may look up the other meanings uh, to have a notch on your belt is think about making a hole in a belt an achievement something that you've done in your life that 
has brought you higher and further along. The degree of formality will change greatly depending on the tone of the event, of course. Make sure you check this in advance if you're not introducing or emceeing for your own company or for people that you know already. I realise I keep saying it, but you can really irk a speaker if you don't get their accolades right. Avoid approaching the speaker on the day of the event, asking them what they've done or what they've achieved or what they've got. You look quite ignorant if you do something like that. And it's, it's rude. If you need to mention qualifications, don't use a string of letters. Explain them. For instance, one of my strings is A-I-B-S-D-T-D. So if someone was introducing me and just read that string of letters out to the audience, they just cause confusion. It means Associate of the Irish Board of Speech and Drama Teaching Diploma. Yes, it's a bit of a mouthful, I realise, but better spoken than unclear. Number five, speaker. Finally, you're ready for the drop. The speaker's name. Be positive, smile, look at the speaker as you say their name. If they're walking up, towards you from a floor up towards a stage, open your hand out and in some way allow your hand to lead and journey with the speaker as they come towards you, opening out to welcome them as they get closer and closer. Avoid saying something like, I give you such and such, unless the event is very informal and easygoing. There you go. Five steps to introducing a speaker. And I've given you a little mnemonic. Have you noticed? It's a bit bleh marketing-y, but for newer MCs, it ought to help you remember the steps to follow when presenting a speaker. Always go for the wins. And forget about the spelling. W. Welcome. I. Introduce the title. I. Intrigue. N. Notches. S. Speaker wins. If you've listened to this and would like to share your thoughts with me, check the show notes to see if I've added a link to the voice note feedback option yet. If not, find me on social media and send me a DM. Or better yet, join me live. Across different cultures of communication, this form of introduction will naturally differ (laughs) in nature. On the first Tuesday of every month, I host a live cross-cultural communication Zoom chat. Why not join and share how speakers are usually introduced in your country? Maybe we can do an episode together about the nature of introductions for you. Again, check the show notes and you'll find the link to register. Next month, in June, just after my birthday, we're going to talk about something someone raised in, in our call last night. Uh, last night, I say last night, uh, last night at the time of recording, on profiling personalities and cultural groups and whether or not profiling is the new form of stereotype or a useful tool for creating conversation. If you're interested in having that conversation, please definitely sign up and join us. As always, thanks for listening. Please follow Subscribe, star or review if you've enjoyed it or learned something. Until next time, Banakti Agus Buikas.